spirit so let's break it down my people come gather around it's time to break free no longer will we be bound by these generational curses and circumstances we only moving forward progressing major advancements see nothing that we speak in is facetious you gotta see yourself the same way the savior sees us he came down from his throne room to free us you 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 know we had to cap it off with jesus hey 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 hey. what is going on good people it is another sunday fun day welcome 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 to edge and associates where we inspire and build people transforming potential Shifting that thing to purpose and t- changing purpose to action. I'm super excited to be here with you. And I'm excited to be here with you. Girl, hey, hey, you, be- you better stop hey, it. Boo. You hey, boo. Hey, it. You better stop it. What are we going to do today? <laughs> On this podcast, like every podcast, we talk about real life issues, but we don't just talk about the issues. Yep. We bring real life solutions. We're too busy parents, right? We're on a quest to fulfill our own God-given purpose while we're balancing our family, ministry, and careers. What are we talking about today? So check it out. So we have been on this this journey, if you will, for the past six weeks now, talking about the elephant in the room. And today we're going to continue on this topic, talking just a little bit about it. But just a little bit, just a little hey, bit, you baby. know, you know. But but here here's the thing: we can't just talk about this thing. We want to make sure that we give you some solutions, some things to do. Um, I, I will say this: over over the past couple of weeks, I've had several people um come to me. I know you've had several people yeah. come to you, and you know they're they're asking us questions and and we don't know all the answers but but what we have been sharing is is our experience um we've been sharing you know just just from our experience you know what what we see and what we see as some some solutions to what we see happening in in the world so today we're going to do that also and and we're hoping to give you some things to help you address and answer the question what do we do what do we do you ever ask yourself that question? Like, what like, do we do? Like, like, like what do we do? Right. I, I, I ask myself this all the time. I'm telling you. I have five children. <laughs> I say, I always say they don't come with an instruction manual. Yeah. In life, it comes with a Bible, but, you know, not necessarily like a, a play by play book. Right. So there's still some ciphering. Right. Right. Some ciphering. We, we, we got we got to figure this thing out. You know? We do. We do. And, and, and I, I just want to I want to say this as as we get um, started today. Um, you know, I've had several people, you know, they, they they're asking that question. You know, what what do we do? How do we do it? Right. But um, there's so much going on as of late that I, I just think that we many times as people, sometimes we get so bogged down with the stuff. Yeah, that that we really forget that. Um, and I'm going to say it this way and please hear my heart when I say this. Um, it, it, it's not personal, this battle that, that we yes. are fighting, especially those of us who who are believers. We know and understand Ephesians speaks to us and tell us that we we fight not against flesh, flesh and, and blood, blood. Right. So so the point that I, I really want to hammer on, especially those of you who are believers, is that. This fight, it, first of all, it's not a surprise to God. It's not a coincidence. It's not anything. He he already knew this, right? He already knew what was going on. So we have to remember who and what we're fighting, and it's it's not each other. And and that's that's the thing, right? We've been talking about how we're we're not fighting each other. Mm-hmm. The oldest trick in the book is divide and conquer. 
And, and if we allow that trick to continue to perpetuate our society and what we're seeing on a day-to-day -day basis, he'll have everybody like totally divided. Yeah. And, and meanwhile, the enemy's sitting there clapping his head, hands excited because, you know, he has all different types of people divided. And if we're divided, we can't hear each other. We can't talk to each other, so on and so forth. So um, I've been excited. I, I really have been. Um, I'm feeling a little better. I'm not crying all the time. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But, you know, I'm just I'm at the point where I'm ready for, you know, solution uh, or at least, you know, the, the start of solution, which is, you know, dialogue. You and I, we talk all the time. Mm -hmm. Like if you don't talk with your spouse, we have some really intense talks and we don't always agree about right. things. But I love that, you know, um, I love that sometimes we see things differently because it allows me to kind of step back and right. take a 40,000 foot view of things and see it from a different perspective and then, you know, determine what I what I think I see from that point. Right. Um, so I'm excited to at least, you know, begin. And I think that's where we are. Right. You know, um, you, you mentioned like clutter and, and divide and conquer. And, mm -hmm. you know, at the beginning of the pandemic, um, we had decided that we were going to declutter our house. You know, there there are seven of us here, sometimes right. eight. Right. Um, we've had one that, you know, went away to college um, and whatnot. And <laughs> no crying. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Darren. Pastor D, Dr. D. We got to try not to cry. I can't today because I will have to uh, wipe my face on my... Uh, Freaking amazing shirt. My freaking amazing shirt. You may be, not have heard me. Be, be freak, freaking be amazing. Freaking amazing you all. And I want to wipe tears on that. But anyways, <laughs> so we've had one go away to college, have his own apartment, come back. Yep. Um, plus one. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, we've had people live with us. Lots of people we've given, you know, provided a roof over their head when they were in need, et cetera, et cetera. So we just had a lot of stuff. Right. And so I think that's kind of where we are with this. It's the little things that just build up. And build up and build up and mm -hmm. build up. And we hold on to things because even though they're broken, we think we might find a way to use them somewhere in the future. Right. Um, and we even do that culturally, right? There are things that we're still trying to espouse. We're still trying to utilize mm -hmm. to fix cultural problems, but they're broken. Right. But we've still hung on to them. And so they become culture. And so we trip up. We trip over these things mm -hmm. and um, it causes us to be divided. Right. So think about it. You know, when your home is cluttered, like you did that, you put that there, blah, blah, blah. You yep. know, there was um, some disease, mm -hmm. not disease, but dis-ease mm -hmm. mm -hmm. um, in the house as we were decluttering. Mm -hmm. and don't throw that away. That's mine. You know, don't touch that. It has a lot of memories. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of feel like with this whole race thing, that's kind of where we are. Yeah. We are you know, trying to get to the root of the thing, which is covered in all these multi layers. Right. And you can kind of get discouraged. And have you all ever gone in to organize something, you know, taking on a big job, like a garage or something of that nature? And you step back and you look at it mm -hmm. and you think, oh my gosh, where did we get all this stuff? Right. Like, where did all this come from? Mm -hmm. Like, but that's where we are as a nation, as a culture right now, like just really trying to unpack this. And like, how did this elephant get in the garage? Right. You know, who brought right. this thing home? Who right. found this on the side of the road? Right. So, you know, I feel like that's where we are many times when you start to declutter. Yeah. 
you start to kind of kind of get at odds mm -hmm. with each other because you feel overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so we know you guys are feeling overwhelmed. And so we want to bring some solutions about the overwhelm that we feel yeah. so that we don't get divided. And then thus the enemy um, is more easily able to conquer us. That's right. That's right. And, and again, at the end of the day, his, his motive, the reason that he does things is still to steal, kill and destroy. Right. He he's not coming to play games with us. He he would love nothing else than to destroy all of us. Right. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I'm going to I'm going to start off here today. Um, last week um, on Edge Life, we we're talking. We gave you um, some suggestions uh, to, you know, to go and to have some conversations, some some crucial conversations mm -hmm. or some critical conversations with people, specifically people that. Um, maybe you did not agree with, right? right? Or maybe your your perspective was different from their perspective. And um, it, it's, it's always amazing how um, when you say things like this or when you release them into the atmosphere, you become kind of first partaker. So, yeah. so literally, I know for me, um, this week <laughs> came back at you. It came right back Boomerang. at you, guy. Like, like, boom! Hit me, hit me in the face, and 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 literally, um, I'm just gonna share. I'll share with y'all quickly the story. You know, um, I'm doing what many of us do: scroll, scroll, and and I was getting excited seeing you know all the different um uh, protests and peaceful protests going on all throughout you know our country, mm -hmm. all, all over the world, and and I was actually pretty excited about that, but then. Then dum dum dum. Yeah, dum dum dum. My my eye was drawn to this one particular post, and and I'm gonna be very honest and transparent. When I saw the post, something on the inside of me cringed, and I I was frustrated, and I got mad, and I there were some things that I probably really really wanted to say, and mm -hmm. and and it it was funny because this podcast like last week's podcast kind of came back to me and i was mm -hmm. like i was like how in the world you know you're gonna be talking to the people and Pasta. sharing with the people about you know <laughs> going and and addressing this thing and and having crucial conversations validating with the feelings of another right. that's rule number one if, if if you're not gonna do it right. so so literally i went on to the post of my friend glenn and um if glenn's watching shout out glenn right i went on to his post and and i read it and i, I sent him a message on the post that said glenn I said, I would really love to understand your perspective as it relates to, to your post. Look at there. And, and I was like, okay. I was like, I, I did it. And, and he messaged, he said a message back. And then I said this, I said, listen, I said, can you DM me your phone number and I'll, I'll call you. And, and I did that because y'all listen, stuff get all twisted and all crazy on on facebook and, and we know this yes pump so, your brakes so so he dm his phone number That's so awesome. literally awesome. i said i said all right now now remember this is my friend i grew up with this guy so instantly in my mind even though he said some things to rub me the wrong way in my mind, I said, okay, I'm giving this guy the benefit of the doubt because mm -hmm. I know him, I grew up with him, and, and, and I'm going to see what he has to say. So when he gave me his phone number, I prayed, I picked up the phone, boop, 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 and he answered, and he says, hey, Phil, what, what's, what is going on? And I started, I, I shared with him, I said, hey, listen. I was reading on, on Facebook and I saw this post that you made and I'm going to be honest with you. It kind of, you know, rubbed me this way. And before I got angry and upset, I wanted to come to you 
And I wanted to understand your taking your perspective on on your post. I said, um, you know, I said what I would like to do. I said, I want to share with you what I saw and what I felt. And I said, and if I'm wrong, I would love for you to just fill me in Mm -hmm. so that I can understand and we can be on the same page because I know things get messed up real quickly, especially in this heightened time. Yeah. And um, we were on the phone about 45 minutes or so. And what I found out was that what I was reading, even though it said what I said that it said, it was not intent, his intent for me to take it the way that it was read. Right. And, and so we, through our conversation, he enlightened me and I was able to, you know, at least understand his perspective, but he also gave me the opportunity to enlighten him yeah. and share with him my perspective. And, and by the time this got done, hon, he, he said, you know what? I'd never thought of it that way. Yeah, and so because good. because I never thought of it that way, um, maybe I'm, you know, I'm no, he didn't say maybe he said, I'm going to go back and I'm going to rephrase some of the things that I wow. say and I'm going to be intentional and think through some of those things. Yes. And, th- and that's so key. That's so critical. Like yeah. Some big things that we can do. And this is just extra. This is not even the five things we're going to talk about today. But many of you have written posts and I've seen people say, hey, I spent five minutes yeah, writing writing a post Grace. in my notes, yeah. you know, in the section of your notes, right? Because you can do spell check and all that stuff and edit, cut, paste, da, da, da. And I didn't post it. Right. And I spent all of this time thinking about things. That's okay. Actually, that's really good. And and it's it's okay to go back and, and rephrase. Yep. It's okay to go back and clarify. I've had a couple of different posts, you know, that I posted that... People are asking me questions because I have a, an interesting perspective right. as being former law enforcement right. and being in a, in a racial marriage and having brown skinned children. So my, my perception is different. And so there are a lot of people that are really curious, you know, and I, I love that. I invite that in. Had yeah. one this morning um, just talking about, you know, you kind of left that open ended. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I left it open ended because I don't necessarily have a solution, but let's talk. Like, let me give you more information from my perspective or my point of view, just like you did with Glenn, right? Because he sent you a video and mm-hmm. you took the time to like sit there and watch the whole thing. I mean, he was studying it. He was in here with the door closed. It was really intentional and it's going to take these sorts of things where we're going to have to be brave um, and then post that that bravery or that courage because sometimes that can happen and then you're like, oh, my God. <laughs> right. oh, oh, my God. Right. I, oh, my God. He just sent me his number. Right. Oh, my God. He sent me what his number. Yep. You know, yep. what do I do? What do I do? But just being intentional from that point to, like, really engage because that's where – that's where the real courage comes from. Yeah. And the character in that in you yeah. starts to come forth when you can have that kind of conversation and not let it get personal right. to you. Right. I, I think the NFL had some of that going on this week. Oh some my gosh. Cur- courageous moves. Yeah. Shout out. I do. I've been doing public information and I do social media for um, the organization Elevation House that I work for now and just... You always have to be so mindful right. of your audience. Right. But shout out to the courageousness of NFL social media oh my folks. Gosh. Oh my gosh. If, if if for those of you who do not know Look the um, article up. The article was crazy, but um 
Um, here recently, we saw many NFL players do a, a video, and the video basically came out, and it, it's sharing with the NFL what they want the NFL to say to them. And when I saw the video, I'm just being honest, I was like, oh, wow, that that's pretty deep right there. You know, that's pretty powerful. But then when I heard the story, story? You, you, you all go check out uh, 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 Yahoo Sports or YouTube or whatever. I'll, I'll link it in. I think in, it was YouTube Sports. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll link it in so you all can and see it. But but this is what happened. I'll say it real briefly. Um, the social media team from the NFL got tired of the NFL seeming to give a, a, a deaf ear to what people yeah, were we'll, saying. We'll address right? it. We'll say something. We'll put out a statement. So what they did, they said, okay, well, how cool would it be if we got the players to, to, to tell us what to say? So there were a couple rogue people in the NFL uh, social media department. They connected with a couple NFL people, and they literally scripted the whole thing. Roger Goodell, nobody, they didn't even know about it. And by the time they found out, it was too late because they had already done the work, and, and it went out and went forward. And, and I will say this, the NFL took some major steps because then really Roger Goodell— did you know, had to come back he, he and, and said, he did. Well, he said exactly word for word. What they said. What the players contrived a state or con constructed a statement. Yeah. And he said word for word what they said. And he sat there and listened to him. And the thing that amazed me so much, here you go again, engaging in these difficult conversations. So the guy who um, wrote, was really the rogue yeah. guy who yeah. wrote all of this, who said, we got, I mean, it's all about the players. We got to get players perspective. That's right. what matters. It doesn't matter what we think. It's about the players. He got, he got notification <laughs> that he was getting ready to have a zoom call with Roger Goodell. Yeah. He thought he was going to get fired. And he was like, I'm ready, <laughs> but this is what he said. I'm ready to get fired for this. Wow. And wow. I, I just have to ask you, are you ready? Are, are there people that are really going to stand up mm. that you're really ready to put some things on the line? Mm. Because I promise you nothing changes unless you have something to risk. Wow. That's powerful. There is nothing that's going to change unless you put something on the line to really risk. Yeah. You know, there's not going to be any return if you have no investment right. for God to put something on. Right. And so that's why we're sitting here in a cluttered mess and we're divided yep. and the enemy's trying to conquer because we, we haven't put anything out there into this. I, we don't have any skin in the game. Right. And we're not saying, you know, maybe the peaceful protest is not your thing. You know, maybe writing on social media is not your thing. It's not right. your lane, but all of us can have these conversations. Tony, Tony Evans said, Hook your family up, connect your family with a family that doesn't look like yours yeah. and go and serve those that are less fortunate than you mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because you find connection in service. Somebody hear that. That's good. You find connection in serving wherever you are, whatever your lane is, whatever your thing is. Do you boo, okay? I say that to my folks at Elevation House all the time. Do you boo? Because when you do you, you are at your finest. You are at your best. You are your most excellent self. And it's that that God wants to use. So put your best self on the line. That's good. But he was willing yeah. to lose his J-O-B. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. And he didn't have any skin in the game. That's right. That's right. And, 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 and I'm going to say this. Speaking of skin in the game, we, we saw another example 
um, in the NFL this week with with the the situation that that happened with a quarterback in the NFL, Mr. Drew Brees, right? Yes. And and, and this is another, and, and I don't care how you look at it, I, I'm looking at it like this is actually a win, it right? Is a win. So, so for those of you who don't know, Drew Brees, quarterback of the New Orleans Saints, he got up and, and he spoke and he said something about um, the flag and the protests and no kneeling, This right? So he threw it back out there and his teammates really went in on him. And, you know, we, we're in this cancel culture right now. We're in a culture that if you say the wrong thing, it's over. Over and people are literally coming for you for your head, right? They they're not playing this in in this environment that we're in. So Drew Brees spoke, and when he spoke, man, you know he said what he said, and people's perception of it was that it was not good. Now here is the thing: now regardless of whether you enjoy or like or dislike what he said, this is what I love. I love the fact that his teammates called him out on it, but then he heard and he listened to his teammates, so much such that he then came back and he said, listen, um, after listening to my teammates, after having conversations with my teammates, I have realized that it's not about what I thought it was about, and, and we have to make sure that we are addressing black lives in the NFL and in this country. Yes. And and he went on, and, and then check this out, not only did Drew Brees do it, his wife came back, and his wife was like, we have to address this. So again, regardless of whether you agree with him, believe him, I'm not what I'm talking about is a conversation happened yes. and steps started. We're in the right we're going in the right direction right mm -hmm. now because people are having conversations. Yeah, you got you got to get in it. Like get in there. Um I, I we have to get to a place where we're okay with addressing head on wrong mm -hmm. or evil mm -hmm. or lie, whatever you want to call it with righteousness. Right. That's good. That's I mean, good. you just, we have to, we, we, we can't not say nothing. Mm -hmm. We have to say something. Um, we are called as Christians, yeah, you know, to fight this fight and to be in this battle. And we have to say something, you know, and Drew Brees, you know, God love him, but you know, perhaps God used mm -hmm. what he didn't know, because I'm going to be honest. He probably said in his initial statement, a lot of things that other people think. True. But True. because his his teammates were willing to engage that and not attack him right. personally and say, here, here, let us educate you. Yes. Let's bring forth some yes. understanding. Now, not only does Drew Brees have a different level of understanding, you see his wife came on board, and then there are m many other thousands of people mm -hmm. who now have a different perspective right he was only coming from his lens that is it and that was the same thing when we talked about the Colin Kaepernick and right. the kneeling and the flag we did not agree right we didn't we didn't at all because I'm like you know I'm patriotic and do 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 and that's disrespectful but when he shared the backstory mm -hmm. I only saw it from my lens but when he shared the backstory and he educated me I began to understand and see it clear more clearly yep um, and allow me to step back again, like I said, and, and look at things a little bit differently. And, and I think that's the big thing, being able to have conversations. I, I said this to Glenn. I also said this to another friend of mine that I was talking. I've, you all probably have heard, heard me say it before. Listen, and I, I want you to look at look, look at me, Linda. Look at me. L listen to me. Listen, <laughs> listen seriously. 
we don't have to walk or see eye to eye to walk hand in hand. I'm going to say it again. We don't have to see eye to eye to walk hand in hand. I don't have to agree with every single thing that you will agree with for us to be able to walk together and say, you know what, we're still going to walk together. We're going to agree to disagree in, in whatever that place is, but we're going to find the common ground and we're going to build from there. And you know what? There, there are a lot of people um, who, look, who look like this mm -hmm. when they walk hand in hand mm -hmm. right now who are really struggling. Yeah. Um, because you have a dichotomy in a household. Mm -hmm. And we've had a lot of interracial couples come to us and say, how do we do this? Yeah. This is how we do this. See, for us to just be about only thing different than what we normally do is that we're kind of looking at you some and we're talking to you kind of and each other. And we have microphones in our face and headphones on our ear. That's yeah. it. We do this all the time. This is how we grow. Mm -hmm. You know, I we language is our connector. That's good. You know, even body language is saying something. Mm -hmm. Listening is communicating. Mm -hmm. And so this is so very important. But there are so many um, interracial couples right now who really are struggling. Yeah. Struggling to try to, like, even the playing field mm -hmm. um, in their households and trying to understand and trying to declutter and trying not to be divided. Right. You know, because they loved each other enough to get married, but then there are some biases mm -hmm. that go unseen that we have, that we just have. It's yeah. just human nature. It's yeah. just part of us being human and we're fallible that people are really having to come to grips mm -hmm. with even in marriages. Mm -hmm. and, and because of the cancel culture, it, it even makes it even deeper, right? Yeah. So it's like, you know, especially in, 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 in a relationship like ours, in an interracial marriage, you know, it's like, well, man, I don't, I don't even know if I should say that. Because if I say that, is that going to ruin the peace in the house? Mm -hmm. and, and I don't want the house, to, you know, to, to, be, to be ruined. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, the kids will say, and they, they say it like kind of as a laughing matter, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll say something and they're like, oh, well, mom, you don't, you don't count. You're not white. You're not really white. Right. Oh, yes, I am. I right. really am. And like, you know, when you say things negatively, well, really to me about any race, I get upset. But when you say something negative about the culture and that's a part of who I am, right? It, it bothers me. Absolutely. Because it's also a part of who they are. Absolutely. Even though from their lens, the world doesn't see them that right. way. Right. You know, I shared with Philip, and, and this is pretty deep, and I've had to be honest with myself. I, I was not uh, big into this whole thing about white privilege, but I can give my children my DNA. Um, I can give them my religion. I can share with them my wisdom, mm. but I can never give them my privilege because the world will never look at them like they look at me. Wow. And that's so so hard. Yeah. And so there is a lot of reconciling happening in families that look like ours. And yeah. so if, if that's you and that's your family, you know, maybe it's not your marriage, but maybe you have a sibling in a, in a racial relationship. Maybe you have nieces, nephews, et cetera, and you're just grappling with what to say or mm -hmm. how to deal with it. Um, just engage, yeah. just talk about it. You know, um, one of the things that we were saying is that we have to create safe places, safe havens for people to really have difficult conversations because for too long, we don't say things because we don't feel safe. Right. Um, 
you know, there have been times I've early on in our marriage where I felt certain ways about things associated with race that I didn't say anything about mm-hmm. because I didn't, I didn't know how. Right. Right. Um, and as you're building in a relationship, there's not necessarily that level of trust, you know, right. like, and there are people that are growing through that right, right now, right now. Yeah. Right. Right now. now. And so not only is our country in turmoil, but there are households that are in turmoil. That are in turmoil. Absolutely. You know, the basic essential element of the kingdom of God is family. Mm. And the enemy would like nothing more than to destroy marriages. Because when two come together in marriage, there's a covenant. And that's the three-strand cord. And power comes mm. from that. We are powerful separately. But together, we are a powerhouse. Mm. I, I hope somebody... Come on, somebody! You're and a powerhouse. Felt that in your shine. And it doesn't matter what color you are. That's your right. marriage is a powerhouse. A powerhouse. You need house. to hear that. So mm. those doubts Ooh. in your mind, the conflict—I don't care what it is—you are a powerhouse when you come together. And it takes uncomfortable, messy, dirty conversations to come together fully. Mm. Allow nothing to get between you. Get that pee out from between the mattresses, princess. Mm. Because it will keep you from being able to sleep well at night. Mm. I felt that in my show. Like, I felt felt that so good, I had to add that to the broadcast (laughs) right there. You are a powerhouse when you come together. Come on, somebody. So, listen, so this is what we want to do. You know, we want to give you a little bit of backstory about, you know, this week, what's going on. But we don't want to just leave you hanging. We want to give you five specific things that you can do to, to have healthy conversations they might be tough they might be critical they might be crucial but but they will be safe conversations and i I do believe that if you're building a bridge you have to build it from both sides and you come together in the middle and when you can come together in the middle what happens is that bridge can hold you up if you build a bridge from one side to the other side and don't like 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 the other side doesn't build what will happen is that bridge won't be able to hold you up and eventually it will crumble so we're going to give you five specific things today that you can do to have these conversations starting starting with with this one right here it's actually it's pretty simple right focus on the situation issue ephesians <laughs> or, or or behavior not the person right it's not the flesh and blood it's not the person y'all is like, like like the situation even in this country right now that we're looking at it's way bigger than one person right this is systemic this is like deep this is like a rabbit hole type thing so instead of looking at one individual let's let's really look at the the bigger broader picture and be able to ask ourselves the question what's really going on with this situation right like why are people feeling the way that they're this is not made up yeah let's address the behavior let's address the issue right Right. I saw a post this morning and I'm going to go there. I saw a post this morning and it was uh, two pictures. It was George Floyd and another gentleman on the left hand side, which I didn't pay enough attention because I did get in my feels. Y'all I did. And it was a white gentleman and George Floyd. Mm -hmm. And it had like the stats and basically a similar thing happened this white gentleman. And it, it said at the bottom of the post, it said this one got zero F's. Mm hmm of the white gentleman and this one has started riots and looting and da 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 and it said something about these are the same they're not the same and again it goes back to this thing about being personal this is not personal this is not this is not about one person right this is about systemic change right 
mm-hmm. it, it's terrible that one person has lost their lives. Right. But it's about systemic. Right. You know, those two things don't compare. It's not, it's not personal. We can't take it there to that level. It, we got to get bigger with this thing, you guys. Right. It's bigger than that. And, and, and I love what you said because, you know, when, when we make it personal, we stay in our fields. And when we stay in our fields, then all we're doing is butting our heads and it's us versus that person right there. And, and, and we're going we're gonna to make our point heard and, and, and make it to that point so, so much such that we're, we're going to fight, we're going to box, we're going to do all these different things, right? So, so what I'm saying is instead of butting heads, let's sit down and, and get to a place where we can actually have an understanding. Because what I found, even with mm-hmm. my friend Glenn, honestly we're really saying the same thing. Mm-hmm. And to me, that blew my mind when I, when I got to that revelation saying, oh, wow, we're saying the same thing, but in two different ways. Yep. Ha- has anybody ever seen the, the, the picture and it's, and, and I'll try to, I'll try to post it later on, but it's a photo and, and there are two people and they're both looking at this picture from their vantage point. And for, from one person's vantage point, they see a six. And from the other person's vantage point, they see a nine. nine. And, and they are ready to fight because what they see is like their vantage point. But, but in reality, when you step back, like you can see, you can see a six and, and you can, you can see a nine, see right? Nine. So, so what I'm saying is there, there are some times where we might even be saying the same thing just in different ways mm, and we can't just from hear, a different angle. we can't hear each mm-hmm. other, right? Mm-hmm. So, so this is what we're trying to do, give you a, a, a way to have these healthy conversations. And again, the first thing, it starts with being able to focus on the situation, issue, or behavior. Don't make this thing personal. Don't make no, it personal. Don't make it personal. What, what's the second thing? Number two is to make sure that you're careful to maintain the self-confidence and self-esteem of other people. Yeah. You're not here to beat them down. You're not here. Remember, our first our first tip last week was about validating the feelings of other people. Right. And so we're not here to make people feel less than, right? We want people to walk away from these conversations still feeling like a whole person. Absolutely. How many of you have... Um, in, engaged in a conversation that was maybe a difficult one. And when you came out, you felt like you were missing half your backside. <laughs> so mm-hmm. You didn't know which end was up. That's not what we're trying to do here. What we want to make sure that we do is maintain the integrity of this person. Right. Make sure that, you know, they don't feel attacked because what happens when we do that is people literally shut down. That's it. They're going to stop talking. And that's why we've gotten to the place that we're in right now because we felt attacked. Um, You know, I see comments on here from um, uh, a friend that I went to high school with, Laura, you know, as white, white American, Mm-hmm. Sometimes you feel, especially that way, you don't even know how to start the conversation right. because you feel like whatever you might say, you could be wrong. Am I being insensitive? You know, and so sometimes we just o- overthink it. You know, ask someone, can I have a safe conversation with you? Mm-hmm. Because I'm trying to understand mm-hmm. and and really work to if you show that respect and not take it personal that they, the other person won't won't do that either so make sure that both people feel intact when you leave the conversation because the only reason we're not having these conversations really honestly guys is because of this thing called fear Mm -hmm. and the enemy would like nothing more than to keep us afraid because if he can keep us afraid we're always afraid of what we don't understand come on yeah we won't seek understanding because the fear has us paralyzed in our places right And so fear, listen to me, and you've probably heard this before, but I want you to hear it. Don't just, I want you to really hear what I'm saying. 
Fear is nothing but false evidence appearing real. Mm. Philip was excited. Glenn was happy. They engaged in a tough conversation, and the two of them, from the very beginning, they knew they were on conflicting sides. Yes. If they had allowed fear to get in the way or the false evidence that seemed to be real in that moment, that conversation would have never happened. Mm-hmm. Stop being afraid, America. We think we are the biggest, baddest country in this, on this planet, but we're walking around afraid and we're being beat up. Yeah. Culturally speaking, as a society, stuck in, without systemic change that's needed because there's false evidence and it seems so real to us in our lens that we're afraid to engage in these conversations. But you can engage in them and maintain that person's integrity, their self-esteem, that's right. and their self-confidence. You can walk away from there and both of you feel good. Do you feel good having yeah, a conversation I, with Glenn? I, I did. I, I actually even though I was apprehensive of going into the conversation, sure, right? Yeah. Because I, I knew where I was at emotionally speaking and I didn't want to blow up. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it kind of takes us to, you know, even point number three about being able to, to maintain constructive relationships. Yes. You know, when, when I started that conversation with Glenn, I said, listen, my, my intent here, my, my int- the whole reason I'm coming to is because I want to understand. Yes. I, I'm not coming to you to cuss you out. I'm not coming to you to fight. I'm coming to you because I would like to understand. Right. And and so I, my next step was just simply being able to say, I'm going to share with you my perspective. I'm going to share with you what I saw and what I see. If, if, uh, if I'm right. Okay. Well, let's talk about it. If I'm wrong, well, educate me so I can understand. Mm. And and when I did that, I, I tried very, very hard to diffuse anything early on From up the front, front, right? Up front. So mm-hmm. I could maintain that constructive relationship. Because again, I didn't I didn't I didn't go into it because I was like, hey, I, I want to prove a point and show how bad I am and that I can debate and that I can do this. I know it well, all. I mean, I, I mean, I I'm, maybe I know a little something. You do know a lot. You know, but but I give I'm it joking. To you. But but that that wasn't my intent, right? My mm-hmm. my intent was really to go in to have a conversation, but I wanted Glenn to be intact and I wanted to make sure that I was going to be intact when when I, when I left as and well. And the relationship that you had it it was constructive because of your intentionality to explain your intentions up front. Right. And I, I've learned that in any relationship. You know, I'll, I'll go to Philip if I have something difficult to say to him or even to my children. And the first thing that I say is I, I'm coming to you in love. Mm-hmm. So no matter where this conversation goes, my intention from the very beginning was to come to you in love. And just like I said before, I'm, I'm coming to you with an uncomfortable question yeah, and I'm just seeking understanding. So please, if, if I say something that's disrespectful or please let me know up front, but mm-hmm. I, I'm coming to you because I want to understand. I really want to know. I want to see things differently. And so you were able to construct that mm-hmm. with intention straight up front, mm-hmm. right at the very ge- beginning. Here's my intent. Mm-hmm. And and when we're having these conversations at, at, our, at our kitchen table, when we're having these conversations with our friends, we got to set that framework because what that does, that diffuses the enemy early. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you like that? It, it, it diffuses the enemy from being able to give you something to clash about, especially topics like this that are already heightened. Yep. 
set it out there right at the very beginning. And that, that just sparks something in me too. Look, if you're not having these conversations when you sit at your table, like at home, yeah, um, home should be a safe place. You know, we need to be having these conversations with our children. We can't just assume That's that because good. they're living in the world that yeah. they know these things yeah. um, or they see these things. They could have a skewed point of view. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, um, we've been talking a lot. Uh, we were talking, I was sharing with him, I said, you know, I, I really would like to hear from the perspective of someone who lived through the civil rights movement yeah. and who was, you know, a young adult at the time, mm-hmm. um, what their perspective is right now. You know, what are they feeling in this moment? What right. would they say to our young people right now? Mm-hmm. Um, that, that's just so important. We have to have these conversations and that's where they need to start. Because we can be more judgmental closer in right. than we can further away, right? Right. And so we need to have those at home. Right. Number four was we, ha- we have to um, take the initiative to really make things better. Mm-hmm. And so that word make means that you have to take action. That's good. So what what is that action? You know, what can that be? That may mean that you need to call your legislators. That may mean you need to get in touch with, you know, your local government. Maybe you want to sit down and, and have a discussion with your your sheriff, your your chief of police. Right. Whatever the case is, like whatever your lane is, like I said, affect change there. Um and and do it. Do something. Right. Don't just sit still. Be active. Yeah. And 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 I think again, I, I've I've said it earlier, but I'm I've been excited. I've been happy. I've been proud of watching so many people um different races different ethnicities different genders all getting up all standing together mm-hmm. all having their voice heard and 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 safe ways you know you remember when when this all started you know last week week before what it's, it's all running together now yeah. but but we we weren't talking about peaceful protests we were talking about riots Mm-hmm. And and that was the word that that the media gave to us. Oh, it's riots. And and I I'll, I remember the first week we started talking about the elephant in the room. We said, well, hold on. There are a whole lot of people who are out there peacefully protesting. They're not rioting. They're not looting stores. They're out there trying to make things better, genuinely, and having conversations. We talked about that. So so I, I've been excited this week as we've kind of transitioned and all we've really seen are peaceful protests. All we've really seen uh, um, in the media are, are, are people standing together in the NFL, Drew Brees, you know, people standing together. What what are they trying to do? They're trying to make things better. Yeah. They're, they're, they're trying to say, you know what? Listen, the system is broken mm-hmm. and, and, and it's OK to say, and I don't even know what to do. That's a start. If we can just say, I don't know what to do, that that's a start. Mm-hmm. Right. So so there are a lot of people now who are who are opening their mouth and, and recognizing the fact that we have a broken system, but we can't just recognize that we have a broken system. We have to have some conversations. We conversations which will lead to to legislation, which will lead to laws being changed and passed and, and people finally being yeah. able to to do you know, and live the way that we were, we were called to, to live. Right. Initiative means that you do something. You right. know, we can't just sit back and say, oh, this is not my problem or I can't fix this. I don't have the influence or the affluence to do it. We all can do something. Yeah. Um, and the greatest thing, and I go back again, I've, I've said this, the greatest thing that we can do is just serve. Yeah, that's good. Um, just an act of service. And it doesn't really, it doesn't even have to be something associated with 
the racial, you know, with race. Right, right. It could be going and, I don't know, donating blood or going to your local library when, if your library is open and reading to children. You (laughs) know, it can be any manner of things, but just serving alone, doing something good, putting something good in the atmosphere Mm -hmm. um, is so, is so important. It's critical. But we can't wait for somebody else. Right. You know, a lot of people are just going to sit back and, oh, that's not for me. It mm-hmm. doesn't pertain to me, da 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 But I'm telling you, it pertains to all of us. This is a cultural pandemic that literally, it affects every single one of us. I promise you. Um, and unless we have systemic change, we will be trapped in this cycle. And then how many more years until it comes back around? So it's time for us to declutter and to have some common unity um, by building community, and that's coming together and serving each other. Yep, yep. And I, I, I put this in, in in the chat. I just said, you know, we, we have to stop waiting for the solution that mm-hmm. we were created to be. Yeah. You yeah. know, and, and the truth so of the good. matter is, look, you are the solution. You are. I, I'm, I'm talking to the solution right now. We're, mm-hmm. we're talking as the solution right now and if all of us can collectively do what what god has placed in us to do to speak what god has placed inside of us to say to walk linked arm in arm to lift people up as opposed to tearing them down if we can do those kinds of things listen collectively across the board we can change not just this country but we can literally change this world which leads us to the fifth thing uh for us yes it's a segue. Yes. It's called lead by example. Lead by example. You you got to do something, right? I mean, you got to do something. If it's if it's a conversation, have a conversation. Mm-hmm. If it's doing your best on your job, do th- your best on your job. If it's leading and speaking to your children, do that. If it's going and, and marching and doing peaceful protests, do that. If it's if it's bringing change to the NFL, do that. But whatever it is, just just do it. And, and lead by example, because here's the thing. Good examples people will follow. Yeah, every, you know, we're all looking for something to follow. Right. We're just created that way. And so we have to establish some good examples of leadership uh, for people to follow. Yeah. You know, are you willing to be followed? Mm. And, and here's the other I, thing. I, it, have it, to propo- I have to pose that in a different way because we ask people, do you want to lead? Yeah. And everybody's like, oh, yeah. 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 Are you willing to be followed? To follow. Yeah. Are you yeah. willing to be followed? Not mm. not just to follow, but are you willing to be followed? Wow. I just wanted to change the perspective up on that. That's good. Because there'll be a lot of people who say, Oh, can I'll lead. Yeah. But I don't know if I want to be followed. Right. 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 It's just a different way of looking at it. That's good. That's good. You know, I I, I was thinking, um, you know, again, we're 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 seeing so many things. That, that are happening. And at the end of the day, you know, again, we, we've said we need you to focus on the situation issue, um, um, not the, the behavior, not the person. It, it's not a, this is not personal. This is deeper, way deeper and bigger than, than an individual. So, so we got to focus on the situation. We have to maintain the self-confidence and self-esteem mm-hmm. of other people. We got to lift people up. We have to maintain constructive relationships. Do you know how many people, and I, I'm going to be honest and transparent for a second, that I had a whole list of people. I was getting ready to just um, um, excommunicate from my Facebook. Uh, I have not list. unfriended <laughs> one person. I welcome I, it. Oh, I was. I, I was. <laughs> I was. I didn't. I know. I remember you were talking I, I about didn't. it. I didn't. You didn't. But, but, but again, I had to get out of my feelings. 
Because when I got out of my feelings and recognized that I was the solution, then I said, no, 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 no. I'm not going to delete them. I'm going to have conversation. Well, right? and how can you sit here and say, hey, you, you need to hear my perspective if, if, you're, not, if, if you're, you're not willing, willing to, to hear, hear the other perspective. Absolutely. To have Absolutely. a full view, to change your lens for a moment, to step back and That's see it. it differently. That's it. That's it. Yeah. So, so, so we're saying you maintain those constructive relationships. Yes. You don't want to kill With your them. intention up front. You don't want to kill them. No. And, and then take initiative to make things better. Right. Act, do something and then leave. Yeah. And, and I believe, I don't know about you, but, but, but I believe if, if we can do just those things, because again, some of us want to go out and just like do like everything tomorrow. And this is a marathon that we're on. This is a marathon that, that we're in. America did not get like this in a week. Trust me. No. So, and it's not going to change in a week. It's going to take us continuing to walk together. It's going to take us continuing to have conversations. It's going to take us continuing to stop and, and listen and to understand not to respond. When we do these things, we can collectively make progress. Mm, definitely. I, I wanted to just share, you know, as we get ready to wrap it up to, um, today, um, the pastor uh, Scott at church today, shout out to Crossover Church. Shout ATL. out Crossover ATL. Shout out. Woo woo. Um, he shared, it actually comes from Isaiah 61, but he shared the Luke 4 version. And it says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. Yeah. He has sent me to proclaim yeah. release to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind. Mm. And so when he said that, it just hit me so hard. If we are going to recover sight for our blindness, mm. which is the only solution for setting the captive free. Yeah. yeah. Because that happens when the sight comes, comes back, back to the blind. That's right. We have to change our lenses. Mm. If I can't see with my current prescription on, I got to go to the doctor yeah. and get a new prescription Come on. in which I can see. Come on. And so relevant to what we're talking about today, communication is mm. the prescription that we need. Mm. And so we got to talk and listen to change the lens so that we're not blinded anymore because the enemy would like nothing more than to keep us blind. But the spirit of the Lord is upon us. Come on. To proclaim. Come on. Freedom. Yes. In our country. If yes. we're just willing to change our lens so that we can truly see. Yeah. What the enemy is attempted to do to divide and conquer us Come as on. a nation. Listen, while, while you are in that vein right now, while you're in that vein right now, I just want to pray for those folks who are watching us today, those folks who are listening to us. I, I, want, I want to pray that, that, that sight be, be mm -hmm. revealed, right? Mm -hmm. I, I want to pray that they recognize that the Spirit of the Lord is upon them. So can you, can you kick us off as we, as we pray together? Today? Absolutely. Yeah, let's do it. Yes. Let's do it. Oh, Father God, we are so yes, thankful God. for your Holy Spirit you, and the power that comes through the Spirit and the guidance that comes through the Spirit and yes. the comfort that comes through the Spirit. That same Spirit is upon those of us, God, who have a relationship with you. Yes. And the Spirit is not just there for no reason, but it's there for a purpose, and Thank that's you, to be a solution in this world, yes. Lord. 
So I pray, Lord God, where the enemy has blinded us and caused Mm. scales to come upon our eyes so that we cannot see the thing for what it really is, that those scales will fall away right now in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. And that we might open our mouth, Lord God, with this new vision, God, and speak the things that we see. Speak things Mm. that are not as though they were, so that chains would fall off the captive, Lord God. Mm. And liberty, God, would come to the poor, God. That that change would come to our systems, God, in the name of Jesus. And that the kingdom, God, would take control of every mountain of influence, Mm. God. Mm. And begin to control it, Lord God, with this new vision that we have Yes, that literally sets at liberty those who have been held captive, Lord God. So, God, may we no longer be held captive in our minds, Lord God, but let the mind of Christ Jesus be in us. Yes. And let the revelation, God, that we are the answer come now into our hearts, Mm. Lord God, and cause us to act to do what we have been called to do for such a time as this. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Mm. God, we just lift you up and exalt you, God. We thank you, God, for your holy word, God. God, we thank you, Father, for, for, for never leaving us nor forsaking us, God, and for not leaving us slack, God. God, I thank you for your word, see, that you have deposited into us as your people today, God. And I thank you, God, that we have the revelation that we are your solution no matter where we go, God. When we open our mouth, God, out of our mouth flows you, God, and living water, God, refreshing water will come out of our mouth, God. God, I thank you that as we step into the place, Father, environments are shifted, Father. Father, change happens when we come into the place, God. When we step in, God, your spirit, Father, has already led us, God, and your spirit will shift in atmosphere, God. Just because we're in the right place, at the right time, and in the right season. God, we have been called for such a time as this. Now allow us to go forward, Father. Not in fear, God. God, but let us walk in faith. Knowing, God, that if you be for us, who can be against us? God, so we lift you up and exalt you, and we thank you now. God, we claim it is done, God. Yes, God. God, we claim it done, Father, that your sons and your daughters are rising up. God, yes, we God. claim it Unity. as done, God. God, 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 that the Community. spirit of the Lord is upon your people, Thank God. You, God, God, we claim it is done, God, that we would not be afraid of each other, God, but we would walk together arm in arm in unity, God. God, we claim it as done, God. God, that we would stand up, God, and proclaim, God, this to be jubilee for your people. God, we claim it as done. Father, so I have been praying, Father, as, as, as people are listening in today, God, God, I just pray peace over their household. Peace, God, where anxiety seems to overtake them and overrun. Peace, God. God, peace over their children, God. Yes, God. God, and peace, God, over what we see now, God. Yes. God, so you have your way. We thank you. And we bless you. In Jesus', Jesus name. name. Amen. No, not just one fist, yes. but united fists. United fists. Mm. Raise united them up. United fists. Mm-hmm. Mm. Listen, y'all, you are the solution. Yes, you are. Don't, don't, don't go looking for somebody else to do what you have already been called to do, man. Amen.
I, I, I don't know about you, honey, but but I, I my shana na is acting up. I, I feel I, hope. I, I, I do. I do. I there hope. is hope. There is hope. There is hope. We are hope. We, we are, are hope yes. and light yes. for this world. Yes. You are hope and light for this world. Don't you ever, ever, ever forget it. I don't care how dark it seems. We are hope and we are light. So come on, Christians. Let's get salty. Mm. Things taste better with a little salt. It, it does. I like salt. Yeah. So with that being said, y'all, hey, this is another episode of The Edge Life. You know, we just doing what we do. I pray that the steps that we gave you today will be helpful for you to be able to go out and have the conversations that you need to have. Do it. And we'll see y'all next week, man. Peace. We'll holla y'all. Peace. Edge Life, you're too close to the edge. We gonna push you forward a few steps ahead. It's that Edge Life, oh, oh. Too close to the ledge. We gon' push you forward a few steps ahead. It's that edge life. Oh, oh, gotta get it in your head. Welcome to the edge life. That edge life. We gon' help you get your head right. Prepare to fight. Pay attention. It ain't easy to comprehend what we speaking at first. If you ain't never had nobody come and speak to your worth, you ain't worthless. Just your purpose is laying dormant. And what we have to offer you may seem a bit foreign. It's important that you get it. Imperative, you feel it. Time to focus on the bigger goals. Mind, body, and spirit. So let's break it down. My people, come gather around. It's time to break free. No longer will we be bound by these generational curses and circumstances. We only moving forward, progressing major advancements. See nothing that we speak in is facetious. You gotta see yourself the same way the Savior sees us. He came down from his throne room to free us. You 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 know we had to cap it off with Jesus. Edge life, you're too close to the edge. We gon' push you forward a few steps ahead. It's that edge life. Oh, oh, gotta get it in your head, baby. Welcome to the edge life. You're too close to the edge. We gon' push you forward a few steps ahead. It's that edge life.